Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am tonight's host Christopher Bowds and I'm joined by Louis McCaffrey. Uh, yep, you have my full and undivided attention. Beautiful, that's what I wanted to hear. And we're also joined by Liam Divers, debutant on the pod. How are we doing? Not bad, sir, not bad. Yourself? Not bad, I've just dropped my phone, but apart from that, alright. Good stuff, good stuff. You want to tell the listeners anything about yourself? Uh, oh god, now you've put me in the spot. What's your star sign? Cancer. There you go. Well, so that means I'm born, ju- born in June. So if anybody's ever wanted to buy me a present, uh, June's the best time for it, obviously. Fantastic. Lovely stuff. Uh, aye, so we will just get right into it, I suppose. Talk about the football and that. Talk about that football. 5-0, um, yet again. We're back on form. We're doing it. Louis looks confused. No, I'm not confused. I was trying to remember something. Um, because last week on the podcast, I um, predicted some results. Some what, sorry? Some results. All right, yes. Yeah, yes, some, you some, did. Some scores. Uh-huh. And uh, Sean Butler was keeping me... Um, he was giving me the fear, to be honest, on the old Twitter box because I'd said that it would be 5-0 in the Dundee game. It was 5-0. Wasn't it? Aye. Aye. And then I had predicted 3-0 for the Hearts game. And he was like, did you put money on it? And I didn't put money on it. Of course I didn't bloody put money on it, because that'd be too sensible. Um, but thankfully, we gubbed um, the forces of darkness by more than three goals. So that made it okay. Makes up for not putting money on it, I suppose, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. There you go. Close. Good. Good. Good prediction on the Oracle. Me. That's my new, my new nickname. Nah. Thanks. No. Um. <laughs> I'll go back to being the owl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact... We'll just we'll work on Liam here. Aye, so we can get a nickname by the end of the hour. At yep. least good, good stuff. The oracles Come. in my head now. So. <laughs> That's lazy. That's just <laughs> aye. But uh, the D- Dundee game. Oh, in fact, they've talked about that, so we won't we go, won't go into that in too much detail. You look confused. Well, no, I just all right. Okay, sorry. Uh, it's a Sunday. Uh, Hearts. Uh, wasn't Sunday. <laughs> it was the other day of the weekend <laughs> That other one Yeah um, The Saturday game Yes Yeah no it was pretty good We won 5-0 um, no. um I was quite pleased to see that we went with uh, the team that we did Because obviously um, t- To be fair we've not We've kind of happened across this um, Starting 11 with the injuries that we've had Um but it was good to see the likes of Christy still in the team. I was even quite happy to see Sinclair starting because he's been looking as if he's maybe coming back to his best. And the thing with him, I didn't think he played like exceptionally well at the weekend. I thought he was just okay. But he kind of has a bit of the fear about him again. Like, any time he got the ball, he had two men marking him. And see if that that's even all that happens every game is that any time he has the ball he's got two men on him then it means someone's spell yeah. which Tierney's always reason. overlapping yeah. which I think it plays into our hands but I thought that was that was quite good um, but Sinclair yeah. tried back on Saturday first time I've ever seen him aye, that's right, back and it. muscle somebody off the ball which was aye, brilliant brilliant to see from him um, but aye start of the show it was a one man show really wasn't it Let's no. talk about him. There are many people that could that could describe. Cal McGregor. Okay. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Um, aye, so you were you were on the last proper podcast, is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Um, Not the wee diddy one. Aye, the wee, di- the wee diddy the main event. Aye. <laughs> uh, well, there was a little bit of Callum McGregor. Hate. Well, is, is hate strong? Ah, not strong enough. <laughs> um, I know there was there was there was hate coming from uh, Somani. Um, Somani's got a questionable eye for a, ma- a manager and a player, so um, he was very critical of uh, McGregor, and and so was Gal, because Gal's like Somani's little lapdog, yep. and likes to that back him sense. up. He doesn't really have many opinions of his own. That's why he's the host. Is that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I was um, trying my best to defend him in what was a very difficult uh, situation uh, with the physical intimidation in the room. Well, Sir Manny's a hard man. Aye, uh, he's chipped up. Um, but, yeah, Mc- I think Cal McGregor, you know, I, I, I honestly think he should stay in that position for a while. I mean, Thursday, like... This week is going to be a big test for him against Leipzig, I get that, but we are so much quicker, We he, the, the way he's playing, he links everything, there's more fluidity in the team, I think, with him than there is Brown in that position, taking the ball off the centre-backs and then trying to, trying to start attacks. Um, he's more natural running with the ball as well, I yeah, think, and stuff. So. There's so much, he's got... He's got so much to his game, but I think Callum McGregor, he's like a bit like, um, you know, he's he's getting that kind of metronome type ability and that, that deeper role of just keeping things ticking. Um, and I think the stats, I don't have the stats, because I'm not the stats guy, but I think the stats back it up. Back up. He's like I Iniesta, Javi and Busquets all in one go. We'll, we'll get Christian on that and, and his... Yeah. Basically, a small team in a room doing stats. Yes, uh, just throw in some meat occasionally, and yeah. Sorry, you're vegan. Anyway, wow. I digress. A McGregor's move into that kind of holding defensive playmaker role that he's doing. I think he's 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 got the ability to do it. Um, the one thing that I sometimes worry about McGregor is people kind of sneaking up behind him. First half of Hearts semi-final, I noticed he was constantly, he was getting caught in the ball quite a bit and it was maybe just maybe getting used to playing in that position whereby he's not, he's constantly having to look to somebody coming behind him, he's not having to, he's not turning into space constantly type thing, if that makes sense. He's um, That's my only concern, but on Saturday there, he didn't once get caught out, he was, he was constantly, you know, on the pivot and he was constantly making sure that he was checking his angles and stuff. So, long term, you could see him moving in there because I think he could play pretty much play anywhere so long as he's asked to do so. That's why Rogers loves him so much. Yeah, I think the 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 thing with obviously that Brown brings that he doesn't is that kind of physicality and that ability to win the ball back and, and really stamp your authority on things. And Callum McGregor isn't going to do that in a physical sense, but he may be able to do it in a you know he might be able to do it in other ways like stamp his authority because he's got the ball he commands the ball maybe more than what what Brown would he's still capable of dispossessing a man I just he's obviously not not that hard aggressive no he's not going to crunch the tackles the same way Brown does but the thing is though do you need that 
or do we ju- or does this do we just decide between the two of them in that role depending on opposition because Brown can't play every game if it's a game where we're going to dominate possession do you put him in but then maybe in a game you know a European game when you're playing a, a higher class opposition where you're maybe going to not have the ball so much do you then put Brown in I don't know can, can you treat Scott Brown like that about well we've talked about the fact he's going to start ramping down I don't you ramp up I don't know if he can ramp down but he's going to start ramping down he can his, fall down yeah <laughs> uh, his performances so you do need somebody to get in there and we're talking about if that's Kurasi, then Kurasi needs more games so if it is going to be McGregor that ultimately fills that slot then he's going to have to start getting the games to do it um, yeah but I, I just think remember we're one bad performance away from everyone greeting for Brown again so yeah of course yeah. of course and, and the thing is I think this has just maybe opened our eyes a wee bit because we've always thought who's going to be Brown's replacement like you need to replace like for like and maybe this is just highlighting the fact maybe you don't maybe you don't replace Brown with another Brown you know everybody said about obviously we tried to get John McGinn and John McGinn everybody was saying oh he's he's in the mould of Brown you know but maybe that's not what we want yeah it's not Brown but maybe maybe that's not what we want and I wonder I think it'd be really interesting to know how much the recent performances has changed Brendan Rodgers' mind? You know, what is he thinking just now? Is Because you would think the way Cal McGregor plays, that that he's the type of player that that Brendan Rodgers would like in that position. You know? Absolutely. But but maybe he's felt like he, he couldn't because of Brown, I don't know. As Brent you said there, though, I think that in Scotland you've got, the, you've got so much of the ball that sometimes actually Brown... Slow does slow things down because it's not it's not as fluid with them in there. But it's, I don't know it's, it's a it's not a great position to be in because you you can't even sign somebody just to play in Europe on the off chance that you're getting six games or eight games or whatever a season. Do you know what I mean? You need to have somebody who's there yep. all the time. So it's it is a difficult one. And does it raise another problem if McGregor slots into that role? The fact that McGregor has just been somebody that can fill a hole if and when we've needed it pretty much anywhere in the midfield and in that left back position uh, does that then create a problem of its own if if he's not available as such no I don't think so I think um, you know you've got other players that have come into it the likes of Christy um, who's now offering something another option I mean Christy's essentially like getting a new player you've got in Cham um, you've got Tam obviously um there's a few options in the middle of the pitch, even with the injuries that we've got. I don't necessarily. I think having a McGregor, a, a Cal McGregor in there, if say long term you're going to put him in that role, he needs to learn the role. And I think chopping and changing him, he's like a jack of all trades. And I think that's, I think that was maybe Samani's point last week, was that you know he's he's proficient in a lot of positions, but he doesn't necessarily excel in any of them. So if you were you know if you had a, a, a specialist player in any one of those positions it would take over from McGregor I mean the same could be said for any player in the Celtic team you get a better player they'll go in ahead of them but with Callum McGregor there is still an element of he kind of needs to find his best role and, and perfect it um, just right now obviously the way things are going it looks as if he's he kind of found it the now but as you say about one poor result and 
everybody will be discarding them. Yep, and just talking about that, we've got a wee question on Twitter that links into that. So it's a Frankie at F, well, at Frankie with a double F, double A, and double K. Um, who does some of the illustrations you've been seeing posted on the 90 Minutes Cynic WhatsApp, which are exceptional very one good. of uh, Tam. Tam was recently. fantastic. There's been a few that are absolute, absolute crackers. Um, but she's just asking about the same situation. So thoughts on how we've been coping, particularly well without Brown and the team in the past few day, uh, games. Is it uh, just a good thing that we've adapted or a concern when he returns will we adjust to accommodate him again and possibly lose momentum? So Liam, do you think, first of all, do you think Brown will just walk back into the team, I suppose? And if he does, is that going to have a, a negative impact on it? Not necessarily, no. No, I don't um, I don't think he'll slot, first, no, not necessarily slot back in. I don't think um, he has to. And I don't think Brown's precious enough that he thinks that he deserves to either. I think the kind of thing is he's matured quite a lot, Brown, and he's. I think he'd be quite happy to come back in when it's right for him to come back in rather than been expecting to um. and Louis what's your take what's your brown take that was seamless um, <laughs> uh, yeah I, t- I don't know I, t- I think it's a very difficult very difficult call for Rogers because does he does he put Browning and Cham back in when both fit now you'd have to say that the two of them are obvious starters but you would be disrupting something that is working so well. I mean, we've scored what twenty? Is it twenty-three goals or something in the last five games? Or it's something mental like that. I mean, we're free scoring. We're playing the best football arguably we've played since his first season. I don't know if you disrupt that for anybody. I really don't. I, unless it's unless like maybe the Leipzig game. If the Leipzig game, if if they were fit for that then possibly it would change for in that circumstance, but domestically, I don't think I don't think you'd quite change it. I would I would probably argue you keep going with this team, obviously until the international break and then and then assess it after that. Um let them play the Motherwell game at the weekend. See how it goes. Give them a wee run. Yep. Nah, you get brown in straight away. <laughs> um so uh, <laughs> Hi, McGregor though he has been absolutely fantastic and the weekend again he was just really was just bringing other players into the, the game just really that midfield linchpin of the entire team Yeah, our hearts was I don't think they learned anything for the week before they were just so narrow again and we had so much space in the wide areas and McGregor feeds off of that it's just the way he's just distributing the ball wide it's just yeah. it's almost there was times in the first half that you thought the hearts realise this is the same things happening again as last this last week. Yeah. It was so obvious every single time McGregor was going to get the ball, turn his left hand side and ping it out to Tierney, and they'd done nothing to stop it. Which yeah. and he'll do that all day long if given the chance. It's quite disappointing. Hearts, you know, I thought despite their injuries and that, it would have been it, it would have made for a much better game if they if they would have came and had a goal. Yeah, but they just decided no, we're gonna, you know, park the bus and try and frustrate. And I think Celtic being in parking the bus, eh? They weren't very good at parking. No, but I mean, that's been our problem. That was our problem, you know, earlier on in the season where we struggled to break teams down. But now when we're we're so fluent, like it was just playing into our hands and. 
a peach of a, a goal from Big Eddie to, to kick Sorry. things off who looked who looked at a real star man well that, that's on my pad because Eddie maybe earlier in the season was a little lull in form yeah certainly over the last few games he's looking like he's I think he can I think he can kind of look like that a bit the, a bit the same way where Dembele did as well that you see them playing and it, I think some people think oh they're not trying but they're not it's just because they're not doing obvious things but they're actually, Eddie does a lot of work off the ball and a lot of his positioning and, and running off the ball is, is fantastic and it goes unnoticed and people think that they're possibly lazy because they're maybe not making it as much of their own chances but I mean that was just a bit of, that was just class. That was just a touch yeah. of class. That goal and a real poacher's goal for his second as well, which is brilliant. What's your take on French Eddie? I think I think he's as you're right there, and he didn't have the greatest start to the season. But I think there was there was a bit of uncertainty. He was in and out and stuff, and now he's getting a run. He's he's building a bit of momentum. He's getting into positions where he should be, and he looks as if he's he's confident. You can you can see that his touch has improved. His his sharpness. He's he's as you're saying. He's work off the ball and stuff. So, um, I can't really you can't really fault it. Was that ten goals so far this season? Nine goals this season so yeah, far. Yeah, I think he's in double figures. Aye. Yeah. So I mean that's yeah. I mean, you really is not. It's a pretty good return so far for somebody that's as I said been in and out of the team. So I wouldn't say I've really thought about Dembele much. Nah. I, I, I just don't think about him anymore. Nah. At first, I, I was obviously. It, it wasn't nice how he how he went about it and how he left. But now I've just kind of I feel like we don't miss him anymore. Um, and Eddie is, I mean, he's number one. I mean, the, he, Lee Griffiths wasn't putting in the best performances when he got a chance recently. And it, I think it just shows like games like at, at the weekend there and his finishing, the, 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 uh, Eddie's finishing. He's the he's the star man now. Yeah, he's streets ahead. Streets yep. ahead. Yes, yes. I think for me it was when Dembele turned up at that press conference wearing the suit with the zebras. Aye. That done it for me. Aye. Dick. The whole, the whole thing felt a bit like like when like a bird dumps you a bit with Dembele because I kept like checking his Twitter and stuff after Aye. he left and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And like, but but now like I've matched with Eddie on Tinder and everything's a lot better now. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's like the right way. aye and. He, we're both happy do you know yeah. what I mean so to belly who we're basically over Aye, we're over it do you know what I mean Aye. don't even check his Facebook anymore do no. you know what I mean so I'm happy that's mm-hmm. it spot on uh, we then second goal from a corner who delivered the ball in it was that that man Calmack Calmack indeed right onto the head of Big Benkers aye quality bit of movement to get away from his defender and then excellent header he's He's, He's good, isn't he? Yeah. he is good. I reckon Leicester phone in January, asking for him back early. We just take the phone, phone off the phone off the hook. I reckon. Do you, do you think, think them use though? Aye, they might not notice. Do you think that they even? Do you think they're even recognising what he's doing now? I, I mean, clearly, obviously, there's a hell of a lot going down at that. Going down, Jesus Christ, going on at that club now. But I wonder if, if I wonder how closely the monitor players, especially someone like that who's not even played for them yet, who's came in. I mean, I'm sure it's not as you know, casual as they don't check on him at all. But would he really be considered for a return in January? I can't see that. 
Well, there's talk if they not s- to go straight into there. If they're selling somebody in January, then no. Well, Man United are make try to say Maguire again in January, and nope. then that's the. But I don't think I don't think they go. Oh, I know what will solve this. We'll get a player <laughs> back for Celtic. I don't see that happening. Of course, they're watching them every week. If they're they watching get, it, they'll have at least a scout assigned. To I know, but it. if they get stupid money for Harry Maguire. They'll probably do what most English teams would do and go and spend stupid money on an art centre half. You know, yeah, which, which hopefully, uh, and hopefully, hopefully we will benefit from the fact that they think the Scottish Premiership isn't of a quality. Aye, I mean, but I think Celtic have been sleek about it. Like, we're getting them on the, the YouTube all the time and, you know, getting them involved in everything and getting them. Say some Scottish words. Aye, and we're all trying that. to, you know, be in the stand pull the heartstrings. Aye. Definitely. It's sleek it, but I like it. Anything to do to keep them. <laughs> although, although, although I have a, I have a point to raise. All right. I was going to tweet. You, I was going to tweet in, but I remember yeah. that I was on the show. You look at his walk and. So a lot of people are saying that Boyata and Benkovic are the the dream team. Yep. I disagree. Big Ayer. Ayer and Benkovic. I think are even more sexual. I like that. I like that combo. All three of them. Well, all, all three of them's probably the, the the likely scenario. I would say if they're all fit, you would play all three of them. But if we're going with a pair, Ayer and Benkovic. Aye. Aye. I'm, I'm not against it. Is that no. just purely on aesthetics, or is that? No, no, no. I mean, I'm not racist <laughs> in any way, but um, <laughs> no. Don't know. Um, if you have to say it, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I just I, th- I think Ayer is Ayer when he came in. What game was it? He came in. I, I know he came on in the Hearts game, but he came in another game in this wee run, and he just looked fantastic yeah. again. And I don't know. Oh, it was a Hearts game. I know Boyata's playing really, really well right now. Fair play to him. Give him his due, but still get a, still get a, a mistake in him. Yeah, and we've also got to and, that. and he's desperate to get get going. So yeah, if yeah. we're not going to keep him, then do you you, f- you focus on Ayer, who we've got here. Although again, I, f- I think we will eventually see Ayer progress and then be worth a shit ton of money, and we'll probably <coughs> yeah probably sell him and bulk up that bank al- bank allowance. True. Bring in Scott McKenna for a million or whatever. Oh God, Jesus don't. Christ. That. that was a good mood before you said <laughs> that <laughs> so who would your <coughs> centre back pairing be I actually agree I, th- I think that somebody if you're nope. Celtic being serious about things then you've got to you've got to aim for signing guys like Benkovich and stuff there's no we're not going to spend the money that Leicester did but you've got to be looking at something of that quality and yeah. if you can build a foundation with him and I are but boy, that is gone. The next time somebody comes in with anything, he's he's out the door. So, you do you start building a solid partnership in there that's you're gonna you know get the best out of, or do you continue with these two for the time being? I, like Benkovic is clearly the best one. There's no debate about that. So he has to start. It's just do do you do you stunt Ayers development by putting him on the bench for the next? Couple of, couple of months, you know, if if Boyata was to leave, ugh, I don't know, it's a difficult one. Or do you just play the three of them? Play the three of them and play three at the back. That would probably, that's probably what I would do. But <coughs> I think for the latter half of the season, Ayer and Benkovic will be a tasty partnership. 
definitely very tasty very tasty um then had uh, Eddie getting the second from a wee Tierney bit of business for the third goal yep um and Forrest uh wee Jamesy wee Jamesy so what's our, our take on Jamesy he's been player of the month of October yep um <laughs> Excellent. He's brilliant. He's just excellent. I used to really, really, really not like him. Really, really not like Forrest. And uh, it's just a, a totally different, totally different player these days. I don't know what's changed with him, but he's just a new man altogether. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think last season could have really been a turning point for him. Because he's go on, Lee. No, I was just going to say, you know, the, <laughs> the one thing that we don't talk about anymore that was a massive issue with James Forrest was how prone to injury he was and Brendan Rodgers and the backroom staff have really nailed it <laughs> you know whatever they have done to his you know individual I'm thinking individual like football manager you know how you can set individual training <laughs> regimes that's obviously what they've done here and they've got it right medium but, intensity yeah I mean aye. that across the board aye. really is ultimately <coughs> I mean physically he's de- he's obviously developed so much I mean his his thighs man you seen his thighs I've not like seen his thighs solid I, I, I've not paid a close attention you to should them. have a look oh, well, well, well. it's very much worth it look at my phone um, there, actually. but I thigh growth is quite impressive as well aye <laughs> Jesus um, but yeah, I mean, he has, he's he's been allowed to improve and, and get that consistency because he's been injury-free, and that is, that's a testament to what has been done. I mean, despite the fact we've got all these injuries now, but that's obviously things that have happened that out with our control and, and things that happen in games, but I think to, to get him to where he is now is, you know, there's people behind the scenes should take a lot of credit for that but he's fantastic there's no way that I don't care who you bring in you know bring in Paddy Roberts all you want there's no way he would get in that team ahead of James Forrest not right now no no, no chance I defy anybody to say otherwise decent on the bench which he's getting a lot of experience off as far as I'm aware bitchy yes love it Ooh. set up the win at the weekend actually did he? he, he did, did. played 75 minutes <laughs> Oft. which Oft. is a lot for him at the moment aye. Aye. but um, no James Forrest excellent really really good fantastic uh, the fifth goal was Christie penalty um, yeah it was a weird one the build up because obviously Morgan had came on and got that get clattered absolutely clattered and he was kind of out, kind of out of the game hobbling about and then we broke Tierney had a lovely kind of back heel and then Christie got on and his feet were like Tam-esque managed to slalom his way past players um, and then Mikey the Johnston's cut it back aye Mikey Johnston was involved and then obviously Forrest had the ball and then get filled Christie Christie is an interesting one he is. That was. That was. was going to link into that quite yep. nicely. So you've done that. Well. I mean, we were talking about it. We were talking about it last week on the pod, and and Christian had put up an article um, as we as we um, modern fit tactics, but oh, the three G or four G or five G or yeah. whatever. I think it'll be six G next week. Aye. Um, so and he'd put on you know the dots. 
the wonderful dots that, that tell us the real story. Yeah. Um, the, the, the articles are actually really good. They are. No, they are. They are fantastic. Um, Not to be just <coughs> a Christian, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, I think, the, the term they use is the half space, Chris. Mm. You heard of this? Um, and it was on it was on the left half space and yep. he is occupying that channel a bit like Stuart Armstrong used to do mm-hmm. um, I made the comparison so not quite the direct wing not quite the middle of the park that wee bit in the middle the wee bit in the middle the half space um, and we don't there's not really we don't really have many players that can play in that position on that side that are full of energy and direct running into the box the way that Armstrong did. And he's maybe just found his he's maybe just finally found his position and that that's it. That's that's where he brings things. Um I thought he was good at the weekend. Um and I I'd, again he's a player that I would like to see stay in the team and just see what he's about for another few games. Definitely. The worry is that, of course, as we say, that Browner and Cham comes in, he loses his place. But I think there's talk of him signing a new deal this week. So clearly, he's done enough already to get that new deal. You would have to think Brendan Rodgers is pretty impressed by what he's seen. So it's exciting because it's it's, a, it's like a new player. It's like a player that you, not that we had totally written off, but you could never see being a starter, and now he is a starter. And got to give it to the boy who's taking his chance. I liked his confidence to actually take the penalty. Yeah, yeah there was like there was more established players on the park, and he thought he's obviously got enough belief in himself to think, hey, why not? Why why should I not take it? And that I like I like that from him. But he certainly bulked up. I know that's not the be all and end all, but he's, <coughs> he looks bigger. He looks that was what was one of the complaints you got from people. Wow, he's he's lightweight, all this type of stuff. He's definitely. His year at Aberdeen's obviously done him a lot of good, and he um, was brilliant. At he was brilliant, and he was in. He's playing in the same league as what we are playing him week in week out. So, for the same best team, for this, yeah. yeah. So he's going to, you know, he's he's going to have experience of playing in the league. Is he's, he's I? I'm really really happy with how he's how he's progressing, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't see any reason for him to drop out instantly for anybody else. Yeah, and even even if he. I know it sounds daft, but even if he is on the bench, suddenly the bench looks stronger. You know, you've got a player who's on form, and that you know before he would have seen Christie on the bench, and be, eh. but now you've got a player on that could you could be confident would come on and affect things. So it, yeah, make, it makes your overall squad stronger. Yep, absolutely. What about young Lewis Morgan? We've not seen quite as much as of him as we have a Christie, but I don't really like Morgan. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> began with an L. I went for it. Yep, quite right. Um, I do like him. I do. He's we've obviously saw something. I know when he was fantastic at St Mirren. So um, he's. I'd like to see him get a bit more of an opportunity. Um, maybe hopefully we can get a good, a lower you know lower league team in the Scottish Cup, and he can get a start in that way. But um, he's bright. He's not scared of taking the ball on and doing stuff. And running at people, um, he got absolutely clattered on Saturday, as you said, like a real shocker. Um, but he got up and got on because he's he's used to it. So he's good to have on the bench. He's a good player. Um, I'd be keen to see more of him going forward. But right now, you just don't see who he's going to dislodge, unfortunately. And that's the issue for guys like him. But he's young enough. He's got time in his side. So yeah, looking forward to seeing him. Absolutely, Louis. Yeah, no, I've been impressed. <coughs> you know. For the limited time that we've seen him, I think he he doesn't look like a player who's just came from a what was a championship club. Um, fair enough, he got promotion, but 
you know, he's untested at, at this level and how many players have you seen come to Celtic and, and flop because they can't handle the, the the pressure and the mental side of it and he doesn't look as if he's phased by it at all um, I just, again, he's another one that I'd like to see get a run of games I mean, he's probably unfortunate at the fact that Sinclair has looked a wee bit more like himself or else you could argue that he probably would have would have got a few more starts I mean, he started the European game, didn't he? Um, the yeah, the Leipzig, Leipzig away game, game. Away yeah. game he started that <coughs> um, but hopefully we see him again soon um, I think he's he's always going to be on the bench and, and, and coming on he's also obviously he's got Mikey Johnson on the bench yep. who you know similar type winger that he maybe has to compete with in, in order to get on the pitch um, but that's that's not a bad thing for us, you know. No, I've seen I, I think the two of them have got big futures. There's an article today where he's Morgan said he doesn't want to go out and loan. He wants to stay at Celtic and get settled and kind of get his chance to 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 get into the team. Do you think? But, see, to be fair, see on that right. Mm-hmm. I know he. I think he was like one of the first in it at pre-season because. He wanted to, you know, get right involved and all that. But the thing, I, th- I think that's wise because you have to remember he's not been used to the training, the level of training that Celtic do, the the level of scrutiny and stuff the, yeah, as well. The, the level of scrutiny, the pressure, the demands that he's got, and like the facilities and things that uh, Celtic have got compared to obviously St. Mum. It's night and day. It's a different, a whole different footballing world for that boy. And I think he's dead right. I think. It, 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 it would serve Celtic better having him even if he's not getting as much game time see him just being in and around the club learning from it gaining that experience I think that's a lot better than him going to a St Mern again like I think you know going to that level or a, a club further down the league I don't think that really serves him as well despite the fact they might get to play more I nah there's no point in going to a team where he's going to have to He's backs to the wall for ninety minutes, and he's not getting a chance to get the ball. He's he's surely the better when he's getting lots of the ball, a chance to run at folk, um, come on in games where you are winning, it's comfortable and stuff, and he can the, a little bit of the pressure's off and stuff. You know that's that's surely a better option for him. Yeah, and it's the type of games he's going to have to be playing. Um, Tam Rogic, we know you're a fan, Lloyd. Am I? Mark Wolf? No, I'm kidding. Of course I'm. Uh, how did we feel he did at the weekend? Because um, again, he was one that was taking his time to get back for the World Cup. Oh, come on. World Cup's been in con. That's a long time ago. Tam's back. Tam's, Tam's dominating Tam's here, life. He's ready to go. He's dominating life. Caught up with the home away omnibus. Yeah. He's the, he's the architect of like that. everything that is, that is great about this Celtic team. You know, I don't know. I've not had the chance to call you out, about, but you were one of them. Well, you what? were one of the rats on the WhatsApp group. Not this. This WhatsApp group isn't seen by everybody, but I can share. There's a lot of stuff I can't share about that WhatsApp group, but this, <laughs> this I will right. share. Yep. There were rats appearing from the sinking ship that was Tam Rogic. Was you, you, oh yes, you were. I don't know if I was. You, it's not impossible. Kieran, who's wearing joggies that are far too tight for him in that kitchen right now. It's just that 
He's poked up the thighs. No, he's fucking no, look at him. They're spray on. Oh, Jesus. That's and Tottenham as well, Kiel. They were cheap. They were cheap. I didn't hear I you. Didn't I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear you backing them up. Anyway, there were you, Boud, Keith, yeah, Chris Gal, yep. Somani. Yep. I don't know about me. Do you know what? We'll toss Martin in there. Anybody else who piped up, slating him, he saying how shite. poor he was? No, he no, was aye, but you've got short memories. This is the thing. One bad game and suddenly makes him a bad player. He's the greatest. He's half a dozen. He's the best player. In the, he's the best player in the league. Come on, who's better than him? Ryan Christie. Oh come on! <laughs> you behave yourself. No, he is. He is the greatest. He's got hands for feet. We know that. He's fantastic. He, he does. He does have to. To be fair, he does have to step up in Europe, and I think that's that's what most people's not not criticism of, but it's the one thing that they want to see of him is to grab a European game with a scruff and a neck and, and really show his quality. Maybe this is the game to do it. Yep. You never know. We could get fifty-five um, minutes of pure class. Now that is a, more slander. He gives you more. Played the nineteen Saturday, didn't he? Aye. He did. He gives you. He gives you it's more. Two in a row, actually. It gives you more than a so we'll sixty-minute period in Europe. <coughs> it gives you more than a sixty-minute period than most give you in ninety, right? It certainly does. That's the quality that boys bring. Plenty, but um, just we have him on a five-year deal or something. Superb. That's superb. He's the greatest. He is. He is the greatest. He is the greatest. He actually also was tracking back on Saturday, like properly tracking back, which mm-hmm. has been one of these. Mm-hmm. You got to say what that about. Tracking back, he was. And this goes back to my. This I'm tracking back in my earlier comments. Uh, see, this goes back to, as I mentioned earlier on, Nakamura. He used to get that leveled at him, doesn't he? Track back, all that stuff. Nah, damn, damn, Rogic is a man. The man. Nakamura did, though. That's the difference. He got unnecessary. He didn't. He wasn't defensive. But if you lost the ball. But he also got unnecessary criticism. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Tam does. Nakamura was also very pouted up off at times. <laughs> And defensively, he was. He wasn't a defensive I was player. Batting, I was backing you up. Then I don't know. No, 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 I mean, this idea he wouldn't ever track back, or he, w- he was lazy, or anything like that's just nonsense. No, I wouldn't say lazy. Just that's, that's what's levelled at time sometimes. And then on Saturday, he proved fault wrong because he was tracking yeah. back. So we're agreed. Nakamura and Tam Rogic, good uh, guys. Could peg a mailmaid in a phone box. All that, that sort of chat. Is that hard? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what a mermaid is? I do, I'm just trying to think. A phone box is. Okay. Can you yep. not make a mermaid? Well. See if you need to explain it. Yep, okay. <laughs> Good point. Um, but yeah, smashing performance overall. Superb. He was, but um, he wasn't the most skillful player at the weekend. That's, uh, that award goes to the, the one no. only Craig no. Gordon. <laughs> yes, it does. Prick. Oh, don't ever do that again, you clown. Come on, that's the best. I, I reckon. If, I reckon if Craig Gordon does that to you, just straight off retire, the straight out retire, straight uh, off. Yeah, you should just be. You should, have, you should have been. Sorry, you should have walked off. Uh, Even if you used all three subs, you should have just left. Go off the park. Everyone would have understood. Do you know? Do you know what the heck it does, man? Nothing, right? The camera stayed in his face. It didn't even smile or nothing. Yeah, he was just he. Oh, I can't stand him. Cool as a cucumber. Being over. Gordon I don't know why. All day. Oh, Jesus. All day. 
There's nods from Liam. Steve's got Definitely. a bane done that. Oh, people have been cracking oh, up. Oh, Jesus Christ. He takes risks, blah, blah, blah. Aye. Who do you think he is? All that stuff. I think it was I think it was safe. <coughs> I don't even know what the score was at that point, but I'm pretty sure we were fine. Yeah, that yeah, I think like I think McGregor's it, chance his Maisie run came like off Paddy the back of that. esque run came off the back of that, but yeah, no, that was a great bat of skill, but still not having him. Yeah, and I don't want him to ever attempt it again, but it was fantastic to see. Yeah, you've and peaked. the gift will Craig, forever be there. <laughs> yep. Um, aye. So, anything else around the game on Saturday we've decided? That, uh, I was a big fan of Levine calling himself an idiot. Yes. Don't yeah. often agree with him these days. No. Also, I was standing outside the ground and he didn't turn up with a team bus. Turns up with his own car. Oh, which is good. weird. That's Snead. It's just, I find a bit kind of, just another thing. Like the bus is beneath him. Aye. Just don't like the man. Aye. My hatred for Levine has grown quite rapidly in recent times. I really don't like him. Like, now that McCann's gone, he's probably the one I hate the most out of the managers. It's this whole cheeky chappy thing. That's my nothing. It's the kind of, it's the arrogance of the man, like he knows best in every situation and, oh, I can't stand him. But, yeah, a clown. But I'm glad he called himself an idiot. It's the icing and the cake. Yeah, Fair play to him. He's nailed it. But I think one uh, of the few things he did nail the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and talking about the illustrations earlier, Frankie's got a good wee one of that as well. <laughs> of, of, of what? <laughs> <laughs> no, because she went from nailing something. <laughs> that's what I was worried about. There. Although you know, if you're listening, Frankie, that's a Christmas special. Jesus. Um, yeah, but I think that that game. Um, to summarise, was um, a bit of a, a bit of a wake up call for the rest of the league, surely, because you know, fair enough, we've not been there, but right, this is a good number of games now. We're clearly back to you know levels that we've not had in quite a long time. Like the the question of a title race and all that sort of thing. If Celtic keep playing like that, there is no title race. That sort of nonsense chat is just doesn't exist. Like, like if, if, if I mean, we we're keep currently in second, but I like the fact that you're yeah, but that's just that's yeah. just mathematics. That's that's nothing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's just mathematics. Yeah, that's just numbers. That's just a numbers game. And the you know kind of how a league works. Destroying people game. We're far ahead. We're yeah. far ahead. We've three got um, the entire league, and I think I, I think Hearts are about to. Ah, Hearts are done. Yeah, Hearts, if, it's unfortunate for them. Um, just the injuries they've got. Uh, but then, if your squad can't sustain injuries, because if you look at us for the entire season, we Hearts will be fourth by Christmas. There's a prediction for you. Bold, bold but bold, I, I like don't it. necessarily disagree with you. Hibs, if if Hibs could stop Hibs in it for a little while, they could actually put on the. Because again, Aberdeen. Ter- oh, downward oh, spiral. Terrific! No, oh, terrific week for Aberdeen. Three wins. Aberdeen are shite, mate. They'll I know probably the, still I know, be second. I know, I know the, the shite. Should be second. The way that the the way the results we'll have went, though. See who Rangers get in once Stevie G's sacked. Yeah, that won't be long. <laughs> won't be long at all. Yeah, big pudding. It's great. <laughs> What? Do you want to talk about that? No, sorry. <laughs> just, just delighted at how shite he is. Um, uh, aye. 
So that was that was the roundup of the game. Did you actually summarise it? I don't remember. You started. Uh, aye, I did. Aye. aye. I summarised. Good, good summary of the game. Uh, we'll take a wee break and then we'll come back. Welcome back, uh, we club banger, and hit me, baby, one more time. Nice yep. choice. That's fantastic. Solid. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, so this Thursday, 8 p.m. Celtic Park, chance for some revenge. 
um, against one of the Red Bulls. Um, aye, what's our thoughts? How are you lining up for that, Liam? Uh, I go unchanged for Saturday. Why not? Do you know what I mean? There's, I don't. The, the, you you try and you need to try and build a bit of momentum on. I know it's a different kettle of fish and stuff for who you're playing, but I don't see any any harm in us playing the same team, same lineup, and just go for it. Have a go at them. Do you know what I mean? Um, and make, try and make it at least exciting for ninety minutes because they are a better team than us. They've got more quality, but why not have a go at them for for ninety minutes and show make them make them work for it, right? Which we didn't do in the first game against them. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I think the only player that's probably back in contention that's not been is Malumbu. Um, yeah, because Scott he's Brown's back, missing and Jam's missing. I don't think you would start Malumbu, so I, I think <coughs> I think they've got to go with the same team. <coughs> if everybody's, everybody's fit and ready, then I think the same team starts. Um, I don't, I don't, well, I, iron, you were talking about Iron Boyata. No, I, I would probably probably wouldn't go th- three at the back. I think Lustig's came on to a game the now and I think his experience will be important because it's, it's quite a it's few quite a young players. T- it's quite a young uh, team as well. Quite a few players there that are quite inexperienced. Um, so I would probably stick stick with it um, from what was at the weekend. But I'm going to be really cynical here, right? Because it's the name of the show after all. And I hate to be a bit of a downer on things, but I really find it mental how how blasé people seem to be about Leipzig. I mean, Leipzig are absolute quality. Like yeah, they have been proper quality. They, they, they have became a, one of the premier teams in the Bundesliga, and it seems like we people. I mean, does obviously. We don't. We're not going to go into any game, and I, I'm not saying we go into this game as if we, we accept defeat. It's not like that. But see to beat Leipzig, whether you're at home or away, that is no mean feat. That is a difficult thing to do because they're a quality, quality team. And I, 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 I totally agree. I want a performance I, uh, as much as the next person. I want a performance. At least if you're going to go down, you go down trying and you give it your best. And we we don't succumb to these stupid sloppy goals that we've been doing and, and really gifting sides um, goals against us I don't want that but you'd have like despite the fact we're at home and all that you'd have to say Leipzig are definitely favourites yeah definitely Aye, they're, they're, they're a proper quality outfit so it's going to be an upset if, if we beat them um <coughs> But you know, it could be one of those special nights. I don't. I mean, when was the last real special night at, at European game at Parkhead? We've not really had one this season. Um, so maybe this is it. The lights are going to be on. The lights they're are doing the light show. They're doing the light show first, which is big. I mean, that's news. That's massive. That's pretty much the It's worth getting in early for Aye I mean if you're going to a game Getting in early See the lights It'll probably <laughs> It could arguably be The highlight of the whole of Highlight, highlight of, the, of the whole <laughs> Of the whole thing um, But the lights will be flashing You know Tam so will be it. there It could it, We could just do it But 
um, we're really going to have to perform to our best in order to do it. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping we bring bring some of that confidence and maybe maybe being, you know, maybe being a wee bit naive at this level for some players will play into our hands. I like Sir Christie. Christie's got nothing to fear really. I mean, he's 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 on a great run now. He's found himself being a starter in the team. He's playing against Leipzig. You know, a top class team. Why would why should he have anything to feel? Go for it. Express yourself. Let's see if we can win the game. Just as we've all spoke about, just don't give up so cheaply. Don't make it easy for them. That's yeah. the thing that annoyed me so much about the game across there. And it's well, it's just selling in Europe away from home, I suppose. But stop making it easy for teams. Yeah. Like the, this, this team are good enough. You don't have to give them easy opportunities and stuff. So. Like that's the main thing for me. As long as we don't, if we lose by having a goal, then fine. But don't, don't embarrass yourself again. Do you know what I mean? That's the biggest <laughs> the, thing. The only me. worrying thing is if we try and if we try and dominate, we're at home, we're having the ball, try and dominate. It probably plays into their hands because they will just counter yeah. Yeah. us all night. But it's the game you play. Well, it. You've just got to go for it. Yeah. What else are we going to do? I mean, you can be a little bit pragmatic with that, but ultimately, I think we get we beat. Have to have a go. We get beat. We're we're all but we're all but gubbed, really, aren't we? We are. We are. But again, as you say, I think people have just underestimated it. I suppose it's because they're a newish team. Yeah. Of, you know their, their success. Yeah. New that people don't necessarily appreciate, as you say, they're one of the best teams in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're up. I think they're. They're quite high up in the table now. Anyway. Third, third or fourth just now. Yeah, yeah right. Good bit. One at the weekend. I mean, to be as well. third and fourth, third or fourth in that league. I mean, that is that's levels and levels above us. Like, okay, they've not maybe not been around forever, and maybe people don't know. But it just, I, I feel like it as a bit of a a stick to beat. We, we we end up beating Celtic with it's you know people who maybe don't know a lot about Leipzig and I'm not claiming to know a lot about them but I know how good they've been recent in recent years. I think it's harsh on Celtic to beat Celtic for not beating RB Leipzig. You think you know? Yeah. No, come on! Look what they've done. That is that's no shame in getting beat by them. Yes, it's a bit it's it's poor when you lose and and you concede goals the way we have but we've got no absolutely no right to be beating teams of that level we really need to to perform in order there's to no it. shame in getting beat by them it's, it's how you go about it and that's the biggest thing we can you can either have a go and get narrowly beat or you can play poorly and have defensive mistakes and you know get embarrassed again so yeah I think the, the tough thing as well because it is it's really difficult watching when Celtic give away those terrible goals however when you're playing against a team that's that good technically and that presses you that's when you make those daft wee mistakes so we maybe make little mistakes when we're playing St Mirren or Dundee but nothing comes of it whereas as soon as you're playing against a team like that <coughs> anything that you do wrong gets gets of course up. and I, th- I think the, the good thing is this will be these are the games that Brendan Rodgers loves he loves to try and flex his you know, his, his kind of tactical ability in games like this, you know, at home against a top team where maybe you're not, you know, we're not expected to just wipe before. But, you know, when, when we're the underdog, I think he he much prefers us to be the underdog. Um, when we're in Europe and 
and because it, it reflects better on him if he can cause these these upsets or, or beat teams that are ahead of us. Um, done so often, eh? That we've done so often yeah. in the last few years. True. Um, Liam, what's your take on Brendan in general? I think we were a few games away from it being a massive crisis. In fact, it was a massive crisis according to the media and and some fans. Are you? Fully on board the Brendan train. I, I am. Aye, aye. Um, I think the start of the season wasn't ideal, and I don't think MD really covered themselves in glory. Whereas, whereas it was um, him having to go to the board, the whole Boyata situation just, it just felt like a bit of a bit of, kind of fracture start to the season. Um, but I like Brendan Rogers. I've got a lot. Obviously, I've just got a lot of time for Brendan Rogers, but. There is the only little thing is Europe. We have got to start making a bit of a mark on Europe, and I know we've got to get the same budget as other teams, and I know we we don't necessarily always get the kind of rub of the green in terms of draws and stuff. But the attitude sometimes of his, you know, well, we learn from our mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. It's been three seasons now. Do you know what I mean? Like, how much learning can you do, really? Yeah. Um, that's my only tiny little criticism of some teams that. There isn't maybe sometimes a more pragmatic approach when we're in Europe and we know that the odds are stacked against us. It's, I'm kind of sick of hearing, oh, you know, we've got to take lessons for this and whatever. No, like, sometimes you've got to be a bit Gordon striking and think, you know what I mean? We'll sit in and we'll try and get a draw out of it and stuff. That's my only little criticism of Rogers. I'm just thinking there about what you're saying, you know, the summer was so poor and the transfer window and all that do you know what see that transfer window it's totally backfired on that board because now in January they have to spend like see if they don't spend money in January they're going to lose they're, they're, they'll lose their manager yeah. and there's going to be an uproar like especially for crash out of Europe now aye there's going to be a massive shitstorm so you could have bought McGinn everybody probably would have just kept plodding along everything's fine but no you host it up in the summer and now if you don't back your manager and you don't spend the money it's all going to come crashing down so Brendan's doing well he's got things ticking again he's came out of his own wee huff I think and he's got the players performing again and I, th- I, I think I think that's the momentum will just keep building like regardless of Europe I think personally I don't think we're going to progress any further in Europe I think that this is the end of the road but if we keep progressing the way we are now and the performance we can maintain this level domestically and all that sort of stuff open up a lead by the time the winter uh, the winter break comes and then we see what happens in January that will go a long way to deciding if Brendan Rodgers is here come the start of next season I think yeah I think January is key for for a, for a lot of things, but and I don't think Europe changes that. No, no, but if people we need we need investment, and the, you're right. The the, yeah. the board have made a bit of an arse of it, and yeah. sorry, no, no, I was just saying that the, they have made a bit of an arse of it, and now they are in the position whereby they've got to spend in January because otherwise you're going to see people thinking, well, attendances are going to drop off. Well, no, in Europe, potentially we could be streets ahead by that point domestically. Yeah. You know, attendances are going to start dropping off, and is that really something? Is that going to entice people to come? Or is that going to entice somebody like Rogers to stay? And 
the board have got to be smart as well. We've said it year after year, back to Ronnie's reign, back to before that. As much as we might not have Europe to play in come January, the league should technically be considered one. I don't think we need to strengthen to win that. But the Champions League qualifiers for next season... Coming round again, yeah, pretty early again. We're going to be down Boyata, we're going to be down Benkovic. We need to yeah. strengthen, we need to bring in... But <clears throat> again, I think because of the window that we've had, um, it brought so much heat and attention onto how things are working behind the scenes and all the other departments. Because people are suddenly going, hold on, who's this Lee Congleton? What's happening with recruitment? Who's recruiting? Who's Where's the scouting network? All that was brought into focus. So now they have to be, they have to show that not all these departments do work. And they've all, internally, they must have had some discussion and, and highlighted all that stuff. But, you know, we've went off on a big tangent, but yeah. I think the tangent's lovely. Yeah, November 6th, we're talking about January transfer window. I, I know, that's fantastic. Well prepared. Um, aye, uh, so predictions for Thursday? <coughs> put you in the spot. Um, I, the oracle says, 2-2. Uh, Two, 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 a draft. Two, two. That's I, more I, owl like. It was Big Desmond two, two. What I got in my degree. Good to know. Pretty push. I'm gonna go two 0 Celtic. Never an nice. optimist. Why not? Do you know what I mean? That's stick a pound on it. Why? Might as well. Aye. I like it. Bowed prediction. Three uh, 0 Eddie Brace. Three 0 Um, Christie with the third. Stick fifty so, p on it. Yeah, no, we're getting beat, but yeah, you know. Well, I thought, well, I'll be the only person. Brown to start. Now. Well, if we start, Brown will be five now. <coughs> but uh, no, I don't. Uh, it depends, I suppose. It depends where he is come the game. But Scott, I wouldn't be surprised if we kept it the same. Same As team. You, Scott Brown's definitely out, so there's no chance he's playing. But well, is he? Is he ever definitely out? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aye, aye. I don't think we'll make any changes either. Um, we've then got, I won't go, we won't go too much into it, but we'll get Levy in the, week, uh, the weekend after that. Is that maybe a wee... Levy, sorry, I said Motherwell well later on. That was true. Sorry, sorry. I think that was an R team up in um, Is that where Lewis Morgan gets a chance, maybe, you think? No, in that park. Oh, that's a good... That's going to be... Well, to be fair, he played on it last year. True, true. I know that's a good point. Actually, um, I, d- I don't know. Possibly, I, th- I think you've got. I, I think Brendan Rodgers will sh- show them a lot of respect, and they deserve it because of how they've started. So, I, I think again, if all players are fit, keep the same team. I mean, how how many games have really we done this? <laughs> Like we just I don't, just, yeah. We we don't do it. it so you won't. But then, but get that game done. You've got an international break. Like, why change it? Why rest players? I don't think players need to be rested. Play the same team. Keep the same players on the. But if they're performing, if you get a positive, if you get a negative result and a negative performance on Thursday, I okay maybe freshen up a bit in case the heads are down. But I think you keep going with it. Definitely persevere with the same players and see what happens. But no, they deserve a bit of respect. And we've seen other teams go there and not pick up all three points. So I think it'll be tricky. They don't concede a lot. They it is a bad park. Yeah, it doesn't really 
similar to Kilmarnock, where we always seem to struggle as well. So, um, I, I I agree. Keep the same team, if, as long as we don't get horsed on Thursday. Yeah, he's good then. And uh, predictions for the the bold Livingston. Predictions, jeez, oh. uh, I'm throwing it all out there. Sorry, I'm on the wrong. Four one Celtic. Ooh, uh, I think it'll be tighter than that. I think Livingston will make it tough for us. Two 0 Five 0 Fucking hell. We'll pump them. <laughs> it'll be delicious. Um, so I've got a few questions from Twitter I want to ask you, and then we can wrap wrap this chat up. Uh, wait a minute, what? Sorry, was, uh, this makes just, great podcast listening. I know. I was just, I was disgusted that I seen your comment as I'm looking through our questions. The only reason you're on this podcast tonight is to bring up the McGregor's better than Brown chat. Aye, you dirty bastard. <laughs> I think I different too. They're all special in their own unique ways. Brown shite. Hurry <laughs> up, keeps the questions. You're all going to be begging for the brown soon enough. <laughs> I know you're the man who delivers the brown anyway. <laughs> uh, Craig Johnson's asking if Jack Hendry is good enough to be your fifth choice centre back behind Boyata, Benkovic, Ions, uh, Yozo. Um, and where should we strengthen in January? So, Jack Hendry, start with Liam since. Uh, that's. I don't know I, I try and give him the benefit of the doubt as much as possible but he just keeps kind of letting me down to be honest um, I think fifth choice centre back's probably where he belongs yeah that's I'm I'm the same I, I feel sorry for the guy because sometimes I think it's, it's a bit of a kind of scapegoat type thing yeah and then he plays and he's really shite and you're like oh well what? I think he would be in almost any other team in Scotland he would be Getting he's better than McKenna who we tried to sign that's it he, he could Apparently. pretty much walk into most teams in Scotland but I just don't think he's he's there yet and I think he probably if he got a run would be alright for us yeah. but he's just not he's just not above he's just not no he's not he's <laughs> right, trying trying not be harsh about the, the guy but Aye. he's not that wee guy anymore really to be fair and he's just not very good unfortunately I think I just think he needs he needs time and you know maybe has not everybody's development can be as sharp as what some of the players have been and it's just maybe going to take him a bit longer fifth choice well that's probably where where he is in terms of where he ranks amongst the other centre half so I would say just give him give him time and you know see what happens it might be that Jack Hendry has to go out and loan like I did I mean I know he's had he's had time in the league already I get that but maybe his confidence has been dented he now knows what's expected of him maybe he's got to go to a team where he's going to play the same style of football and see if he can cope with it you know um, perfect perfect place would be somewhere like Hibs but maybe maybe even then that's still too Maybe that's... He can see a lot of goals and I don't know how good that would be for his confidence. Aye, but in terms of the way they play yeah, football... Yeah, attacking, letting other people come at them. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's something that we'll look at. But then if, if Boyata goes... Well, that's the thing. Know, even, even keeping all those players, our centre-backs are so injury-prone that I don't think we could let them go without yeah. having cover there. 
Um, the other part of that question is where would you strengthen in January? Need a right back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind bringing in a third striker. Yeah, that would yeah, be handy. third striker. Especially yeah. since we need sometimes that. play both of them in the same. Yeah, need a striker, need a right back, probably need a centre half. Uh, I think that would probably be it. I wouldn't. I don't think I would necessarily buy any midfielders now. I'd wait until the summer. No, it's great to hear that you have a hundred percent confidence in Craig Gordon. No, if you're hundred percent confidence in Scott Bain, uh-huh. we need a new. We will need a new number one. Yeah. Realistically, Scott Bain. I doubt Scott Bain is going to get the chance to be our number one. I, I, I can't really see it. Um, but I'd like him to be given the chance. I'd love him to get the chance. I, I really would, but I just don't know if it will happen. I don't know if that's why he's been brought in. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's but, decent, but I don't. But I think come summertime we're going to have to sign a goalkeeper because De Vries is. I don't even think he even is he still in Glasgow. I don't think so, man. I don't think he trains with us anymore. I think there's an absolute sham going on here. I'll take your word for that. He's still on the website though. Well, that's which is the source. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's he'll surely be away. Gordon's got to be put out to pasture at some point. So yeah, we'll have to start thinking about backup left back at some point, as he's a legend. But I don't know how many seasons. Again, we'll see. Can he even go on the bench? What was the point? What was the point? We needed a left back. Yes, but we needed a left back. But he's not even on the bench. Yeah. True. Why did we? Because. We've got Callum. We owe him. Did we owe him? I think he's probably paying to play himself. To be honest, it's a big game. It's a really expensive game of fives for Izzy. Aye, aye. he he pays us to play. Aye, just for the fun of it. I think he just wanted to come back to Glasgow and he didn't want to get a job in a shop or something. He lives with Paul Tim. God help him. (laughs) Hey, Mick McComsky ninety is asking who's more handsome, Louis or Tam. Liam, now you've seen Louis in the in the flesh. My fucking answer's Tam. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Tam just to make that so it's not awkward. Ah, thanks, man. I'm, well, I'm not afraid of awkward. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Ah, it's Louis all day long for me. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, feet to feet comparison, it's probably Tam. He's got. You've not seen my toes, man. Haven't I? Oh, that was that one time. <laughs> yep. Do you know what? You're the most handsome host. Thank you. I mean, okay, if you're all day it's not a huge amount of competition. No, there's just one other bit of competition, but yeah. yeah. Also, Chris, known as Ugly Bowed, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hamill is asking uh, Could Benkovic Boyata be better than Van Dyke Denier? He's actually got a few, so we'll, we'll go through them one at a time. So, Benkers and Boyata, do you think that could be better than Van Dyke and Denier as a partnership? <sighs> I know this this comparison's been doing the rounds all for the last week, innit? Um aye, why no? But I, I still think Iron Benkovic would be better than that partnership, so Oof. there you go. Definitely controversial. Than that Dan is controversial. Eh? So IR Benkovic definitely better than Denier Van Dyke. Definitely Benkovic is far better player than Denier. Far better. Yeah. And Chris Iyer Well would he would have to be the Van Dyke in a situation, would they know? Benkovic. Because well, Denier was on loan, and Van Dyke was. But Van Dyke was better than. Uh, Dena- Van Dyke was I better mean, than Denier. When we're comparing them, apples and pears, apples and pears. Yep. 
Pears and apples, apples, pears. Aye. Aye. You know what? Come on, what are you saying? I think that could be. Given time, which it won't get. I think we all need to remember Van Dyke that played for us wasn't the Van Dyke that plays for Liverpool. He wasn't. He wasn't perfect. No. And Denier wasn't fantastic either. We want to calm down on on that chat. He's pure buff hunters of money. Ah, He's pretty good though. Will Christie fill the void left by Armstrong? No. Yes. Hmm. And is that no because he's a different player or is that no because he's not as good or for some other reason? I just I think he's I think they're differing players, but, I did, but then again I probably proved wrong in the future. But um, I just think Armstrong. Don't worry, just week to week. Week, week to week, that's fine. Uh, See completely different things. I think Armstrong just is a bit more established than Christie, but then again, and been playing more consistently. Whereas I think Christie needs to get to that level before we can start making you start be playing yeah. really regularly before you can start making any form of comparison I think I two games in I think he's a legend strong I agree ready. he needs time no, he, he needs time he needs games under his belt in order to really make that compa- games for Celtic to make that comparison but I think Christie's better technically I think his feet are better I think he has more potential than what Armstrong does I don't disagree with that but Armstrong was at his peak, Armstrong was pretty, pretty good. Another one who's went down south and doesn't get played. Fucked it. Yeah. Um, does Gordon Smith have the second <coughs> blackest hair of any sixty-four-year-old man in history after the Godfather of Soul, Mister James Brown? <laughs> That's it. just finishing off the, well, the the questions there from Brian. That's out a bottle in it, but aye, yeah, um, just just for just for bigots. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, that's, uh, I'm going to just say aye because I can't really remember most of the questions to be honest but yes, aye. yes. it's blacker than black uh, Sean McGee at uh, McShawnity um, if everyone's fit do you who do you start in the midfield at Ibrox doesn't he mark so we're going to pump them anyway but who would you start oh that's it depends on form, doesn't it? It's impossible to answer the now. Well, so that's what we're asking you to do. That's what you're being tasked with. Well, fuck it. It's hard, anyway. <laughs> might, <laughs> might seem The difficult. whole midfield or just the three in the middle? or what? All five. All five? All five. Everyone's For- fit. Everyone's fit. <laughs> Forrest and Tam pick themselves. They're the only certainties. Oft. McGregor picks himself at the front. Okay. Uh, you can't leave Brown out. Of a game like that, so the question is: Does Christie play or does Cham play? Or Sinclair? Nah, no Sinclair. No. Okay, so that's that one done. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going Christie personally. I mean, he will go downhill from here and never play for Celtic again. But I'm picking Christie over in Cham. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Bold, I, yeah. I don't think. Can we really do this? A great player, but his form was off. Aye. Well, it was competition in it. Yes. Still, about eight weeks away, you know. He was player. He was man of the match when we played them last time, though. In Champ. Yeah, that's true. He was 
he, he, he bossed it we'll see and Cham will but be yeah. back in and he'll be it doesn't really matter who plays against them they're getting it destroyed anyway it doesn't I mean we're not asking this about Livingston <coughs> and that's about the same level um, yeah so that's uh, that's it uh, Michael Nolan's just saying goals from corners which we've covered it's a good point well made uh, any other hot topics of Celtic or Scottish football that you gentlemen want to not really there's plenty of other hot topics that we can't be asking into so we've covered the football and that's the most important thing good I think it's been really really wonderful tonight it has, it has. Liam's I've been, thoroughly enjoyed myself thank you very much great to have you it has it's been fantastic to, to, to have you it's been a pleasure well I promote the iTunes <sighs> on you go if you can can you please leave a rating um a five star rating or a review and or a review five star listeners leave five, five star ratings That's exactly That's exactly um, on the old iTunes page it does his, um, it does me a massive favour um, just boost your ego yeah, I only get on the pod if we hit certain numbers each week and I did say if we got to 400 that I would do some sort of forfeit and I know that no one will remember that so I'm quite happy to say it just now so that you go on your phone you leave it and then you forget about what I just said okay so yeah it's recorded saved I know but they'll never remember so please if you can leave a a rating or a review on iTunes lovely Uh, Liam it's been a pleasure to be here lovely have you any where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at LDivers91 for uh, tweets that I mostly do when I'm in the toilet at work, to be honest. Good stuff. Um, so we'll give Liam a follow to get his... Just daily updates and what I'm avoiding. Keeping regular. Because people can visual, visualise you on the shit. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, aye, I try and paint, paint pictures with words. <laughs> <laughs> you're going somewhere else with that that's, that's alright that's alright um, you can also find 90 Minute Cynic on Instagram on Facebook look at you so blase about the promotion blase, come on that's the that, I'm trying to look cool I'm you've got Samarad. the beard you should be the Conor McGregor of this podcast this organisation shut up um, good, good start Cynical will promote be, your shit whiskey I don't know, I just really wanted you. I want you to be Conor McGregor for some reason. I am. Co- I'll show you. You'll see my toes, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> next episode of The Cynical will be out before the end of this year. Um, Are you involved? I will be helping. I'll, I'll lend a hand. Are you going to write something this time? Come on, fuck. No. <laughs> You're I'm, at least not going to kid on. No, I'm not, no, I wasn't offered... Listen, I'll write if they come to me, headhunt me, ask me to do a piece. Could I'll you write an piece. article for the cynical? No, that's not a series. That's <laughs> not a series. A, What's the subject? Right, you can speak to me off air. All right, okay. give me your offer. But um, aye, you say by the end of the year, but then the Christmas parties, Christmas nights come into play and all that. I know you bowed. I know hungover bowed as well. It's not a good sight. <laughs> it's not. It's not a pretty, not a pretty sight at all. Um. And on that fantastic note, thank you for listening. Give us a follow at 90 Minute Cynic on Twitter if you don't and all those other things. And uh, we will see you down the road.
Thank <laughs> you. 